How do you unify a theory that encompasses everything from UFOs and orbs of light to poltergeist activity and cryptids? Is Skinwalker Ranch a 400-acre proving ground for top-secret military technology? Or is the ranch located on a porous border between our dimension and another? Perhaps each and every one of the reports of paranormal phenomenon at the ranch is exaggerated or fabricated. Okay, let's be honest. You know we don't believe that last one. No matter what the answer is, strap in. It's going to be a wild ride. Hello, and welcome to Unknowable, the podcast where we talk about all things mysterious, unusual, or unknowable. I'm Justine. And I'm Gray. Some weeks we break down one larger mystery between the two of us. Other weeks we break down two smaller mysteries on a theme and teach each other about them based on our own independent research. If you want to support the show, find us on Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review, and become a patron on Patreon. Yeah. We've still got these, uh, um... What are they called? <laughs> block prints. Block prints. Wow. Mothman block prints. Mothman block prints. I just totally blanked there. Which, if you've been a longtime fan of the show, you'd know that A, we love Mothman. Yep. But B, that was our first episode. First episode and arguably our favorite cryptid. Arguably, yeah. And we may just have those prints forever because right. we still don't have 25 patrons. Right. So. Get yours while you can. Yeah. Get it. While you can, which will probably be for the next six months. (laughs) But hurry up. But it's going to be forever. Please. Yeah. So. This week. We are wrapping up. The Skinwalker Ranch Suite. We did not do that on purpose. No. No. Just happened. That's nice. Yeah. Part three of Skinwalker Ranch. Mm -hmm. So if you've been listening, part one was breaking down the the main family that lived there's experiences. The Shermans. The Shermans. Part two was breaking down the investigation. Yeah. That happened after they moved. And now part three, we're going to talk about theories. We've basically, these last two episodes have been very fact heavy where we've just been reporting all of the the variety of sightings and strange things that have been going on. And so now we get to kind of just freestyle. And riff. Riff on what we think has been going on because there's so much to unpack here. Like, yeah, this is one of the the topics that is like the hardest for me to like string together and answer for because there's just such a variety of weirdness. Yeah. Like poltergeists, weird UFOs. lights, UFOs, cryptids, maybe Bigfoot. Yeah. Like weird birds. Portals to other dimensions. Weird Hyenas. Birds, giant spiders. Giant wolves. Giant wolves. Bulletproof wolves. Skinwalkers. Skinwalkers. Um, it's basically everything. Yeah. So there's really nothing that you can say Oh, yeah, there, it's this one thing explains all of this. Because no. literally nothing does. I have a theory that might kind of tie it all together. Of course. I knew there was going to be something. I was like, of all the people that could tie all this together. Yeah. I've got a theory. It would be great. Yeah. Yeah, I do not, as, as usual, have a theory. Well. There are theories that are interesting. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I guess I'm. there's one that I'm closest to. Yeah. But, yeah. But there's a lot. There's a lot. Because there's so many different angles you can take from this. Like... It all kind of depends on what your 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 favorite field of unknowableness is. If you're yeah. into UFOs, you think it's aliens. If you're into, like, ley lines and stuff like that, you think it's some kind of, like, atmospheric disturbance. Yeah. Or, like, if you're a cryptozoologist, you just think it's all just 
cryptids and various yeah. sightings of strange animals. They just really like Utah. Yeah, they really like Utah. They just love this area. Or if you're more of a conspiracy theorist, you think that it's the government. Mm-hmm. Or if you're completely not into anything, right. conspiracy theory or paranormal. In which case you're listening to the wrong show. You were listening to the wrong show. But maybe you're trying to open your mind. Yeah. And that's okay. But you're probably listening to the wrong show. Yeah. You're probably kind of frustrated by us. You think that this is all a hoax and that this is just... Yeah. This family made this shit up for publicity. Yeah. And these scientists... I mean, to be fair, the scientists <laughs> Did the <same>. didn't really, <laughs> like... Didn't find much, but... Mm. I mean, the whole, like... True. Like, the whole um, security camera incident that we discussed at the end of episode, the last episode, that's, like, that wasn't nothing. No, that was not nothing. And, I mean, I guess, yeah, it could go along with the the hoax theory that they didn't prove a whole lot, they didn't document a whole lot, but they saw a lot of stuff. Right. Which, again, is all circumstantial. You Mm -hmm. can believe it or not. Right. Um. So I guess that could be our first theory that we talk about, really, is that this was all just a hoax. Yeah. So theory number one, hoax. Hoax. Basically. This is fake. It's all fake. It's all either made up and or exaggerated. Yeah. Um, it could have all just been normal phenomena, like the the lights that the Sherman saw, like the orbs and everything. Those could have just been ball lightning. Yeah. And they were misidentifying it. Um, the wolves, maybe they just, maybe, maybe, um Papa Sherman isn't as good of a shot as he thinks he is, and he yeah. actually wasn't shooting that wolf, right. and it was actually, he was actually just missing over and over again. Yeah. And maybe when that wolf, like, jumped into the creek, it didn't, it wasn't, you know, like, 60 feet away. Maybe it was actually, like, 10 feet, and he was right. just exaggerating. Exactly. And this, I mean, is this intentional exaggeration? Is this genuine fear of something that they can't explain, that they, you know, there's a lot of talk about that where you misremember something. Mm-hmm. A bit more dramatically than it actually happened because that's how it felt right. in the moment. Right. Um, and maybe, you know, the fact that there are so many different types of sightings mm-hmm. at this property is part of, like, could go along with the hoax theory in the sense that it's, like, very disorganized and scattered. They didn't stick to one theme. Right. So they just have everything. They, like, thought of every paranormal weird thing that they could. Ghosts. Bigfoot. Yeah. Every, like, weird stuff happening in the house. Bigfoot. They're being... Yeah, a portal opening up. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got creative, yeah. if that was the case. They I mean, really went. Points for originality. Yeah, they went real far. Yeah. But maybe that, you know, oh, yeah, we're seeing UFOs and, like, oh, they're scanning the property and there's, like, a trailer with a person in it. Like, mm-hmm. it's a lot. Yeah. So, could be that. It's possible. Of course, we don't believe this theory. No. I, think, I, I never think believe the hoax Calling theory. something a hoax is always just, like, reductive and lazy. Yeah. Like, by just saying that, like, everything is exaggerated or that everything is made up, like, you're ignoring the fact that they saw something. Mm. Like, there's definitely people throughout history who make shit up because they want publicity and they want fame. Yeah. I'm not saying that that's not a thing. Definitely but I think thing. you can parse through someone's stories and figure out when they're just trying to be sensational and when they're, they've seen something and they're genuinely afraid of something. Yeah. And maybe it's not a you know, cryptid or aliens or whatever. Maybe it's not what they're saying it is, but mm. they saw something. And to just dismiss it outright as a hoax, I think, is is lazy. It just means you don't want to do the effort to try to figure out what happened. Yeah. And I feel a little sad for you in mm-hmm. a way that you your mind is not open enough right. to think, like, maybe this is something that we don't understand. Right. And really, in all fairness, 
you know, again, the term UFO literally just means unidentified flying object. That is not any kind of connection to extraterrestrials, per se. Per se. And as far as I know, they never claimed anything to be supernatural, really. I mean, they admitted that they couldn't explain a lot right. from everything from, I mean, the, finding those weird holes in the ground and the cattle mutilations, like, mm-hmm. but they didn't say, oh, these are aliens. Oh, these are skinwalkers. These are cryptids, anything like that. They right. were just like, what the hell? Right. Like, this is what I saw. This is, you know, they described the things that they saw, mm-hmm. the orbs and, you know, what happened with like the dogs being disintegrated and all kinds of stuff. But they never said, oh, this is. We saw little green men come out of a ship yeah. or anything. Yeah. This is not. Oh, what episode was that? With the little green men. Oh. Attacking the house. Fucking. That could have been that? a hoax. That was. That, <laughs> that, uh, that stretched my belief. That was like one of the few. Um, yeah. If, you, if you've been listening to the show, you maybe know which episode I'm talking about. Because I can't even remember. No. The, Kelly Hopkinsville. Yes, yes. Kelly Hopkinsville encounter. Yeah. That was. That was a story that I was like, okay. Okay. Yeah. One of the few that I'm like, all right, Literal, guys. Little green men attacking a yeah. farmhouse. Yeah. But this. None of that. This is different. And. I don't know. I just don't think, again, they, we've talked about this many times before with Mothman, with Kelly Hopkinsville, with all kinds of different sightings Mm -hmm. that there is like no circumstance in which people purely make up stuff like this and get lots of money and get famous and everybody loves them. Like most of the time, these people are kind of outcasts in their community. They are definitely criticized. They're laughed at. They are chalked up to be crazy mm-hmm. um, or to be attention seekers or whatever else. Right. There are not generally positive personality traits ascribed to these people. Right. There's obviously going to be some people who were like, oh, shit. And again, this community in general is a very active community with weird things happening in it. So oh, yeah. maybe they had a few more people than usual being like, oh, yeah. yeah. But even then, I'm sure there are people in the community that have seen stuff that didn't want to say they saw stuff right. that in their own mind were like, nope. I feel you, but they were not going to come out. Mm-hmm. And publicize that. Right. So most of the time, it just never seems worth it to me to do all this because it's like such a rare instance that anything really comes of it. And this, I guess, could be one of the few because there's a book about it. There's now a movie about it or a documentary about it. Yeah. Um, but I have no idea how much, you know, they're benefiting from any of that. If anything. Monetarily, yeah, or, or any in any way. So... And yeah, like even like like the sale of the ranch, I'm pretty sure the Shermans sold it to the NIDS for what, like $200,000-ish? Hmm. And then NIDS sold it to, or Bigelow Aerospace sold it to Adamantium Holdings for like yeah. $4.9 million. For a lot. So, so the Shermans didn't make out from this publicity like no. Bigelow Aerospace did. Yeah, I have no idea what they paid for the ranch when they bought it, but even if they made a small profit, like right. that's not worth. No. Again, like now they are the people in their community that are... right. Those, the Shermans. The Shermans. They're known. The the UFO people or the... the, Yeah. The the crazy family. Yeah. But even the investigators, like, mentioned how frazzled the whole family seemed, Mm -hmm. how hesitant the wife was to come back onto the property. Yeah. I think if they did make this up, then they were pretty good actors. Right. Because they really had people convinced that they were at the end of their rope. Oh, yeah. Um, And like we talked about with (laughs) Papa Sherman (laughs) being, like... Totally crazy about finding evidence and laying in ditches in the snow. I mean, that's not something that somebody does to maybe get, like, the tiniest shred of recognition. Right. I don't think. Because, like, like, yeah. Anybody outside of, like, the paranormal community 
does not know who these people are. So they're like right. paranormal famous. Yeah. And that's not famous. It's not really famous. <laughs> you end up on this podcast and that's, yeah. that's about it. That's about it. And you have, you know. And I don't remember your first name. You're just Papa Sherman. Yeah, I can't. Well, the problem, okay, the problem that we had with the names. Yes. Even with the last name. Yes. Is that you read stuff online about them and they have one name, but in the book that we read and got a lot of our info from, they mm-hmm. use a different name, yeah. not their real name. Right. So we kept forgetting which one is the real name and which one is the book name. Yeah. So we got confused. We got confused. But Sherman's. Sherman's. Yep. All right. So, so yeah. that's 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 the hoax. Yep, the hoax theory is all fake. Yep. Both the family and the investigators faked the whole thing Mm -hmm. just for funsies. And we're all being duped. We're all duped. Yeah. But I don't believe that. No. So. I guess guess connected to the hoax theory would just be the the natural phenomenon theory. Yeah. Which is similar in that it's all just kind of like um, misobserved natural phenomena. Yep. Ball lightning, um, regular wolves, Mm -hmm. just like... um, comets and stuff in the sky that account for the ufos stuff like that yeah um you know there is um fort dufresne or uh duchene fort duchene right next to the sherman ranch so mm-hmm. some of like the 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 planes or the ufos that they saw in the sky could have been misidentified actual military aircraft yeah um so it could all just be easily explainable natural phenomenon yeah um which I could see for some of it. I'm sure that some right. of these reports are misidentified natural phenomena. Yeah, they could be. But what's natural about, like, th- those bulls ending up inside of a, a tiny little trailer? Exactly. What's natural about perfectly cut holes in the ground? Yeah, like scoops taken out of the ground. Yeah. What's like, natural about, I mean, even the cattle mutilation, mm-hmm. I think, is could initially on first glance be, oh, an animal came on the farm and... Right. There's predators all over. Mm-hmm. But again, when they investigated these things, the odd smells, you know, the chemical smells, the very precise cutting of these bodies, yeah. you know, perfectly spherical holes in the eyes, mm-hmm. things like that, that, Ugh. and like, you know, the one we described in episode, the second episode about the completely clean carcass mm-hmm. with no blood. I mean, that's not natural. No. So again, there are parts that can, you know, the, the rumblings we talked about yep. that could be like you were saying earlier about um, earthquakes or yeah, fault like lines. Seismic activity. Yeah. Could have been the rumblings under the ground. Yep. Um, there's things called earthquake lightning that could have caused, it would have had to have been earthquake ball lightning, which mm. earthquake lightning is rare. Ball lightning is rare. So yeah. earthquake ball lightning would have to be like super rare. Yeah. But maybe the atmospheric conditions are just perfect and near Skinwalker Ranch to where that's relatively common and that yeah. could explain some of the orbs of light. Um, so there's definitely parts of it that can be explained, but it doesn't explain away the whole, the whole suite of no. weirdness. God, no. And I don't even think that most of it is explained by natural phenomena. No, I don't think so either. Like, I think some of the creatures seen could be more explained away. Like, mm-hmm. again, the wolf. Could've we don't know for wolf. sure that that wolf was that big. Mm-hmm. We don't know for sure that he shot that wolf. Right. We don't know for sure that that wolf jumped 60 feet and disappeared. Right. That is all just something that they said, and that could have just been a regular wolf, Mm -hmm. for all we know. Right. But, yeah, there are things like, and from what I read about the ball lightning, it seems like it's even more rare, if not not even totally possible, that it moves. Like, typically, that's something that, like, pops up in one spot. Yeah. Um, There's a few different things that have been seen around the country. Um, 
There's one in particular called like the Garden Light, and it's along like a train track. I can't remember what state it's in, but it's been spotted along this train track, and it's oh, kind yeah. of like a light that just appears, mm-hmm. and it almost looks like you know like a lantern or something like that somebody's holding, bobbing as someone's walking. Yeah, yeah. And that I think is a little more close to what ball lightning could potentially be that it kind of pops up in one spot and goes away. But from what I read, it seems like it's not very common if it happens at all that it would move like travel around. Right. So that kind of, you know, is one of those things where it's like, yeah, okay, somebody saw an orb of light, mm-hmm. ball lightning, sure. Right. But then when you're like, oh, it's going over and getting in like a cow's face. Yes. And it's chasing people. Mm-hmm. That seems like much more intentional. Yeah. I guess even than a natural phenomenon and maybe ball lightning can't even do that. Yeah. Where it can just move around and travel. Right. So, speaking of like lights, this is a um a situation that we didn't actually talk about in the last couple episodes. Mm. So, um while the Shermans were still living on the ranch, um Papa Sherman was <laughs> out uh doing something with like a a rake out in out in the field. And he saw um, a ball of light that was up on, like, the ridge above him that Mm. was just sitting there. And he said it felt like it was watching him. And for whatever reason, on this particular evening, he grew impatient, threw down his pitchfork, and ran in the direction of the bright light. Whoa. Um, His reaction seemed to catch the light by surprise. The object darted down out of sight behind the ridge. Gorman quickly dove behind a nearby hay bale and burrowed out of sight. He then waited, and within a few minutes, the bright light flew low over the field and began flying back and forth, looking for him, but it couldn't Ooh. find him. And after several minutes of quartering the area, the object flew towards the ridge, and Gorman climbed out of his hiding place and began shouting and taunting the object. Wow. He then said it, the light blinked several times on and off and then flew away. See, that That's does not... That's not ball lightning. No, that is not a natural phenomenon. Right. Natural phenomenon does not quarter the area that you just hit in to find you. Or, like, duck out of sight because you start running at it. Yeah. Which, again, proof that Papa Sherman just was losing his shit at some (laughs) point. He was losing his shit. He's just like, I'm fucking coming for you. So, I don't know. I think, again, I think the natural phenomenon thing is a little lazy. Mm -hmm. It definitely explains maybe a few of the things that were observed. Yeah. A few of the things. But, you know, there are also things like um, Mama Sherman... Being in the kitchen, unpacking the groceries, leaving the room for five minutes and coming back and everything being back in the bags. Yes. That, what, there's nothing natural that explains that. No. Um, the various, like, very heavy pieces of farming equipment mm-hmm. that moved or landed in a tree. 70-pound yep. piece of equipment in a mm-hmm. tree that you just saw two minutes ago. Right. Like, that is not natural. No. So, yeah, if you, if anybody goes with natural, I think you have to at least concede that sure, maybe like a quarter of it yeah. could be natural. Right. Maybe a third. Yeah. But then you've got this whole huge chunk of stuff where you're just like, oh, nothing yeah. explains that. No. So, yeah. I think hoax and natural phenomenon, that's kind of like one theory mm. that is a combination of both. Them making yeah. shit up and it being natural phenomenon that's been misobserved. Yeah. It's just a misunderstanding. Um, So a third theory, mm-hmm. of course, is that the... Objects that they saw flying, the UFOs, were extraterrestrial in nature. Yes. These are aliens of some kind. Mm-hmm. Um, some type of beings from a different planet, a different solar system, whatever. Yeah. Coming to this area, and unclear why this particular area. Obviously, right. UFOs are seen everywhere. Right. So this is not 
unique. But again, there have been UFO sightings in this particular small area for years and years. Yeah. If their experience was in the 90s, there had been UFO sightings since the 50s, Mm -hmm. maybe. Right. Um, And pretty consistently for a good, like, 20 years there. Right. So this is not a new thing. So for some reason, these aliens are really digging this area. Right. They're coming here to, you know, that would explain a lot of the odd crafts that they saw. Yep. The flying triangles, the flying refrigerators, Mm -hmm. the flying trailers. Yeah. Um, That would explain, you know, the... Mother of the family seeing that being in a trailer outside, kind of observing. observing. Yep. That explains the cattle mutilations. Yeah. That is has been a well-known thing that's linked to UFO activity. Yeah. In the sense that maybe, yeah, they're studying. Like scientific observation. Yeah. Just, it's exactly what we would do if we found another civilization yeah. or another, like, planet. Exactly. We would observe from a distance. We would try to keep our keep away so that they wouldn't know that we're watching them. And then yep. we'd take samples of soil, which would be like the scoops in the ground yep. and um, samples of like the, the wildlife, which they could definitely collect plants without us noticing the cattle probably taking samples of like their organs and their, yep. their um, reproductive organs and stuff because they're trying to study the, you know, that would be like the most interesting and complex thing is how we replicate. Yeah. So yeah, it explains a lot. It explains could potentially explain the balls of light. Yeah. As both the ones they see in the sky as the crafts potentially, and then the ones that they see closer, like we talked about in one of the episodes of those could be some type of like drone yep. situation where they're sending either I mean, heck, those could be technological or they could be biological. Biological for mm-hmm. their, you know, whatever their species is, whatever their right. form is. We don't know. We don't know what's in right. those craft. Like maybe they are just big balls of light and those right. are some of them coming to be like, yo. What's up? What's up? So we have no idea. Um, which I think would explain a decent amount. Yeah. Again, like even the UFO thing doesn't explain everything. Like I'm not sure how to put the UFO theory together with like the giant wolf, mm-hmm. the Bigfoot. Yeah. The odd like strange birds yep. seemingly flying. Like when they mentioned you know, a bird coming by, like almost hitting them type of thing. Like, right. what are those? Mm-hmm. Are or the, those... The, the groceries getting unpacked. Right. I mean, is that just, clearly these extraterrestrials have the ability to do things very quickly. Right. If we're looking into the cattle mutilations, you know, a lot of those, again, happened within a span of 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Right. When that wouldn't have been possible, even by humans, by animals, by anything. Right. So clearly they have some type of, whether they can cloak themselves. Mm-hmm. Can they work at, like, super fast speeds? Can they be invisible? Can they, like, just slow down or, like, pause time in some mm. way? Maybe their maybe their experience of time is different than ours. Yeah. Um, they could be working. They could be, yeah, like, our experience of time is all tied to the transit of the Earth around the sun and then the spinning of the Earth on its axis. Mm. So that's how we perceive time. But maybe beings that are from a different solar system with a different experience of time that isn't connected to, like, a 24-hour day or a 365 year, they would experience time much faster than we do so they could move faster. Mm. Like how a hummingbird, I bet. Like a hummingbird compared to us, like a hummingbird's, like, experience of time is probably a whole lot faster than ours. Right. So. It reminds me of an episode of Star Trek. <laughs> Star Trek originals. Wait, was it the original? Yeah, I think it was the original series. 
I don't remember if it was a different species or something that had like happened to some people, but essentially they were thrown into like moving crazy fast, like so fast that you couldn't even perceive it right. on our normal timeline. And if I'm remembering correctly, I haven't seen the series in a while, but if I'm remembering correctly, I think Kirk, Captain Kirk, got shifted into this somehow. And it was really frustrating because he couldn't get anybody's attention because he literally barely made the same noise that like a mosquito buzz would make. And that was him like trying to talk. Right. But everything was so sped up that you couldn't hear him, you couldn't see him. It was crazy. So for him and his version of reality at that moment, everybody was basically frozen. Like they weren't even moving slowly. They were like statues. Right. That's how much faster he was moving. Wow. So like that's how I'm picturing these aliens. Yeah, exactly. It's like they're doing their stuff so quickly that they're just like in and out. Right. That maybe even if you happen to be looking at the cattle when it was happening, you wouldn't even see them. Right. You would just see something is wrong with that cattle. Right. And then all of a sudden they're dead and, but nobody happened to see it happening, but just maybe that's kind of how it's working is that they're moving so fast mm -hmm. that we can't even perceive it. And that could explain how the groceries ended up repacked. It's more of just a question of why. Right. Yeah. This is part of the, as we kind of talked about, is this part of just the observation? Are they just experimenting? Right. Trying to like give us like strange stimuli to see how we react to it. Yeah. Which again, it, it does make sense in a way. I think that part makes sense whether maybe the argument is just who is doing it. Right. But the observational experimentation part makes some sense because as we said, it seemed to be much more active when it was just the family mm -hmm. that was experiencing it. And yes, Papa Sherman was trying to find stuff, but he was still being very stealth. Yeah. When the investigation team came in, things slowed. Yeah. So as you had said, maybe they, they were kind of turned off by like, oh, we don't want to be observed. Yeah, we don't want to be observed. We don't want to observe people that are observing us. Right. We just want to observe a family. Nat in like their natural habitat. Yeah. Yeah. So that I think explains more. UFOs is definitely I think a, a or not extraterrestrials. I yeah. think is a good a pretty decent explanation for I'd say about 90 to 95%. Oh yeah. of this phenomenon. Yeah, it explains the crafts, it explains that the trailer and it definitely explains a lot because there is that overarching theme, I think, of like him chasing that light and it disappearing, mm -hmm. but then trying to find him, right. him getting close to that triangular craft and then it noticing him and flying away. Mm -hmm. Very much like beings coming here to observe that don't want to be noticed. Right. And they aren't doing a great job because they obviously saw quite a lot, but still right. they are trying their best to be stealthy. Right. They're not just busting in. Um, which is a theme overall of extraterrestrials in general. Yeah. Typically, they aren't really showing themselves. They aren't being too obvious. Right. I guess. They're trying to stay behind some type of veil. They're trying. And I think that they were talking about how they noticed that they would find mutilated cattle the morning after like a bad storm or mm. if it was like raining really bad the night before yeah and that would be like another sense of like cover is like waiting mm. for like bad weather and so they could operate without being seen more because it would be raining and storming yeah so. and there was a connection with the mutilation and seeing lights in the sky too mm -hmm. right so yeah there's something going on there there's, yeah there's something something's going on um so there of course is the theory of government experimentation. Yes. Um, this is an interesting one. Yeah, I would say so. It's, I don't know, that definitely opens up a big question of 
an even bigger question, I think, of why. Right. I think extraterrestrials make more sense if we're going to assume that they don't live here. Right. We are somewhat foreign beings to them. Right. And they're trying to learn. We're assuming that humans in the government know plenty about people. Right. So I think the government thing is always much darker Mm -hmm. and more, I don't know, a little more evil because... They don't need to learn anything about us. That means that they're trying to gain something for their own benefit right. at the expense of other humans. Right. So. So my thoughts on if it were the government doing it would be that they're still experimenting, but the purpose of the experimentation is different. Mm. They're rather than just trying to observe humans they're testing weapons and technology yeah. on humans so like for example the the cattle mutilation would be them trying to test some kind of strange weapon some yeah. kind of weapon that does awful things to yeah. living things like that exsanguinates them and does rips terrible out their, things like, very quickly their whole like digestive tract yeah and their um, butt and like the flying, they're the flying the different planes and stuff in there is just trying to like, you know, they're testing some kind of like strange military technology and maybe doing it on this ranch because they can have they can see how how humans react to it, but mm. more so they can see if they're noticed. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they're they're trying to stay stealthy and still do these like strange operations and see how how they can do it without being noticed. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I. I can I can kind of get behind the government thing. You have to there's a lot of leaps you have to take and you have to believe that like human technology has advanced so far beyond what we think it's advanced to mm. and the government has really kept a good lid on that. Which yeah. I'm not saying is out of the realm of possibility, but the the leaps and bounds that the technology described at Skinwalker Ranch is like way ahead of anything that we think we have right now. Oh yeah, way ahead. And again, there there are things I think that don't get explained by the government thing, which again, going back to the various animal scene, mm-hmm. what the hell is that? Like are they right. potentially experimenting on right. animals that exist? Genetic engineering? That's I like literally didn't think of that till this moment. Interesting. Yeah. So maybe they, you know, experimented on some wolf mm-hmm. to see if they can, you know, I don't know what benefit that necessarily has for the government aside right. from just doing experiments maybe on animals that they will eventually do on humans. Right. To like see you, if they can... Make it bulletproof? Yeah. But then again, like, if you make a bulletproof wolf and you want to test to make sure it's bulletproof, why would you release it onto this property and hope that it comes in contact with somebody who will then shoot it? Right. When you could just shoot it. Exactly. Like, you just have a soldier go and shoot it and yeah. see if it's bulletproof. Exactly. It doesn't there, seem... Things like that seem weird. Yeah, it's, like, really roundabout. Or the whole, like, unpacking the groceries thing. Right. Yeah, Unless is that just... there's some kind of stealth technology involved exactly. that they're, they're able to manipulate time. I yeah. just wanted to see if it would work. Exactly. They can manipulate time. And again, maybe they can manipulate their speed mm-hmm. or their visibility. And maybe and that's like a, 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 like a really low stakes test outside of laboratory conditions. Mm. Like you're not in the ideal circumstances. You're still essentially carrying out a mission where you can't get seen. Yeah. But the stakes are super low. Exactly. Because ultimately, with a lot of the government stuff, I feel like, and I know this gets very X-Files, but that's kind of the world that we live in. Mm-hmm. I mean, the world that you and I live yes, in. Yes, I live not, in that world. Not most people. But very much like, I always thought of it as low stakes in the sense that 
even if your technology failed in that moment mm-hmm. and like they saw you, yeah. who's going to believe them? Right. Like who's going to believe if you were like, oh yeah, some government agent was in my house mm-hmm. on my ranch in the middle of Utah and was packing my groceries away again. Right. Exactly. It's like, so absurd that yeah. nobody would believe it. It's insane. Like all of it is like if, if they were testing that same technology again with the farm equipment, putting it in the trees or putting those bulls in that trailer. Like if somebody were to catch them, mm-hmm. there's no chance right. that they're going to, there's going to be any consequences for anybody. You could go to the New York times and say that and they'll be like, okay, dude. <laughs> yeah. Great. Cool. cool. So, which, you know, that could go into like a whole deeper theory of like, this is, why so many people are skeptical about paranormal stuff in general, because mm. the government has made it that way mm. so that they can get away with anything, yeah, anytime. It's a, a big theory that yeah. it's all misinformation and it's purposely yeah. ridiculous so that it makes UFO researchers and paranormal researchers look ridiculous. Exactly. So nobody really believes them and the people that do generally don't matter right? until you get somebody like Robert Big- Bigelow involved yeah. with millions of dollars. But generally people like us don't matter right. that we believe this stuff and we feel like we see behind Mm-hmm. some type of cover nobody believes us either right really so that i think that could could make some sense i i think i like that theory less because i do tend to like paranormal stuff more yeah so but and still i don't i also cool don't, like if you think about the guy who like started meditating on yeah. the property and something rushed out of the woods yeah. and like rushed him like why 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 would the u.s government be against people like meditating right and why would that elicit such a strong response yeah Exactly. Like, the government thing still doesn't explain away everything for me. No. Including, I mean, the big thing for me, I think, with that would be, um, I guess, kind of like them seeing the various portals Mm -hmm. that they saw. Which could be, like... Obviously could be its own thing. Yeah, that could be, like, some sort of, um, like... I want to use the word Stargate, but that's terrible. (laughs) That's terrible. (laughs) Some kind of, like... Some kind of... Like wormhole, like some sort of mm. like like transportation device where you go into one hole and you come out the other side and yeah. you're in somewhere totally different. Like some kind of awesome. like in inter not interdimensional travel, but some kind of like kind of. Yeah. Traveling through a wormhole. Yeah. Collapsing space and time. Which again would be mm. like insanely advanced technology. Yeah, exactly. Like that's the thing that's crazy is that even the aircraft in general, mm-hmm. like just aircraft that can move the way that those do mm-hmm. and be as quiet as those are, yeah. um, that already is like beyond right. what people are aware of existing. So when you get into, you know, biologically manipulating animals yeah. and going completely stealth right. to move things, I mean, this is all way beyond anything that we think, like not even that oh, we yeah. think the government can do, but that we think is possible. Yeah. Like just like from the laws of physics. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say, yeah, the government thing maybe explains a lot. Mm-hmm. It doesn't totally explain why. The, but the, 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 the other part about it, too, that kind of makes sense would be, um, so the, the rumblings underground mm. that they heard could be the sounds of a subterranean military base. True. So if you think about um, the most famous military base where they test experimental aircraft and technology is Area 51. Mm. And the fact that you know what Area 51 is, where it is. You can go on Google Maps and look at Area 51. Yeah. So that's like totally blown up at this point. Like there's no, there's probably not very much secret experimentation that goes on, especially like in the, in the air around Area 51 now because it's such a hotspot. So maybe Area 51 is just kind of like a, 
a cover and they still they still like pretend like it's all super secret there when it's really yeah. not that secret. And they had to move their secret operations base somewhere else, relatively close. Utah, still in the desert. You still yep. have the advantage of wide open spaces to test your planes in. Yep. Um, you have Fort Duquesne right there. That could just be the entrance to a larger subterranean uh, military base where yeah. they're working on this secret stealth technology. That would kind of be the best place to have your military base where you're building, you know, UFO level secret technology would be underground so that you can't photograph it from space, especially now in the Google Maps age when you don't need to yeah. have a spy satellite to take pictures. Exactly. So that would, that makes sense to me as well. Yeah. And why they heard those subterranean rumblings. Right. Um, Which again, who's going to believe that? Who's going to investigate right. that? They're going to go right with that. You know, oh, we're on a fault line. Oh, it's earthquake right. activity. Super easily explainable. It's, or just, you know, you're hearing something you, that was thunder, that was whatever. They're right. not going to, nobody's going to be like, okay, yeah. we're going to go dig underground and find exactly. this. And then even if they did, right. if do? the government is powerful enough to do this kind of thing, yeah. no average person is going to just be like, found you. No. And then like, oh, now the world knows. Shit. It's not going to happen. Yeah. So... Yeah, damn, the government one makes more sense than I thought it was going to. Yeah. Yeah. So merging the two, there's also a theory that, of course, and there's always a theory mm-hmm. in general, that um, the government is aware of alien existence, mm-hmm. of many of the UFO sightings, as much yeah. as they write all that stuff off as some other thing, natural phenomenon, mm-hmm. weather balloons, whatever. Right. That they are aware that there are aliens. Yeah. That they have crazy technology Mm -hmm. that they have come to earth probably more than we even know Mm -hmm. and that they are using some of that alien technology again this is x-files but also just general theory Mm -hmm. that yeah they are using that technology to form their own weapons biological warfare aircraft right all that kind of stuff um possibly at the expense of the aliens Mm -hmm. i don't want to go as far as thinking that they're like working together but more that they perhaps just know that they've been here they've taken aliens and ships into their possession mm-hmm. in order to keep all this secret from the public yeah less for the public's protection more for their own gain yeah because of course we want to have the wildest weapons right. and technology that we can especially during like the cold war when we were trying to fight the soviets yeah to we want to have some crazy shit there's actually uh... I wish I remember who it was. There's somebody who was involved in President Eisenhower's administration. Maybe it was one of Eisenhower's kids, like one of his children, who said that Eisenhower entered into a pact with, like he signed a, a peace agreement with a, a alien species. Awesome. And that we have like a like a non-aggression pact. Damn. And that he didn't really want to sign it, but that he really had no other choice because they were going to like, they were here and... We're going to be doing what they were doing anyway, so we might as well make peace with them so that they wouldn't make peace with the Soviets first. That's deep X-Files. Deep X-Files. And it's actually, it's somebody who's like really well connected to President Eisenhower. Dang. So. I believe it. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, possible. I'm just like, yep. That's, <laughs> Gotta be. That's totally. How could it be fake? It couldn't be fake. So, yeah, that kind of merges still conspiracy theory with oh, yeah. a dash of paranormal. Yeah. Um, yeah, that... And I've always kind of thought that that seemed plausible to me. Mm-hmm. That, again, just like just like in the X-Files. Everything is the X-Files. Yes. But, you know, just like Mulder creeping around a bush in the fog in the woods. Because it's like always foggy in the woods in the X-Files for mm-hmm. some reason. Yeah. Because it looks cool. And he's watching 
you know, men in like the full white, like hazmat looking suits yep. cleaning up a UFO crash mm-hmm. that they're telling the small like logging community mm-hmm. was just, oh no, a truck crashed with like dangerous chemicals. We got to clean. Nobody can come over here. We got to clean it up. <laughs> right. Really? It was an alien crash. They're recovering and now, the bodies. Yeah, they're recovering the bodies yep. and they're taking them somewhere and they're going to research them and experiment on them before they kill those aliens because right. they can't risk mm-hmm. the public knowing yep. because it would be mass hysteria. It would be suspicion. It would be confirmation. So they got to keep it all under wraps. It could all go back to Roswell. Exactly. Someday we'll do yeah. a Roswell episode. Exactly. Yeah, we're going to do a Roswell episode. So that, I think, makes a lot of sense. It's just... The added layer of, like, the government being aware mm-hmm. of there being something unusual and taking advantage of it for their own developments. Right. Yeah. Because clearly these aliens have much more sophisticated technology than we do. Right. Maybe resources that we don't even have. Right. Who the hell knows? Things that we don't even know that we don't know. Exactly. So, God, who even knows Yeah. what could be going on with that? So, right. yeah, that's theory five is government plus extraterrestrials. Yeah. It's a good blend. That is a good blend. <laughs> it's Explain, great. It explains a lot, but it also still does not explain 100%. No, it doesn't. It really doesn't. But it's a good Again, good potential mashup. 90 to 95%. Yeah. It's a collaboration. Yeah. Yeah. Collabo. Yeah. So what other theories are there? That, those are like kind of like the really like the main ones. Um, governments, aliens, um, military. I my personal theory. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go for it. Yeah, just go for it. Okay. So my personal theory is that Skinwalker Ranch exists on some kind of border between our reality and or dimension and another parallel reality and or dimension. That's good, because that was technically <clears throat> the last theory. Oh perfect. Portal to another dimension. Portal to another dimension. Yeah. That's 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 what I'm what I'm banking on. Um so the idea would be that I I, talk, I I touched on this in the Mothman episode, actually, about yeah. the idea of the Mothman is a being from a reality that's very similar to our own in that it has the same gravity, oxygen, just general laws of physics and stuff. <clears throat> and there are thin places in our reality where that parallel reality in ours, things are able to go between the realities. They're able to cross over either... Yeah. On purpose or accidental, you know, like it just kind of like if the border between the two realities kind of shifts and there's things in the middle that just kind of flip flop between our reality and the other one. Yeah. Um, And all these beings, the bulletproof wolf, the strange cryptids, the ships that are coming out of the portal in the sky, the creatures that are crawling out of the portal along the ground, those are all just coming out of the other dimension and crossing into our own reality. Yeah. And... With that would be um, shifts in the space-time continuum or, like, shifts in just time in general. Mm. So, say, for example, the um, Mama Sherman putting away the groceries, puts away the groceries, she leaves the room, and then a time ripple happens. Mm -hmm. And time goes, like, time, like, reverses. Or, like, if you think of, like, on on a YouTube video of, like, the little... The little cursor that shows where you are on the timeline. Once mm. she leaves the room, the little the little thing skips back yep. five seconds or thirty minutes or an hour or whatever. Yeah. And it starts playing again from where it was. And so it skips back to before she put the groceries down. Yep. So this whole like 
like just like time disturbance and like like dimensional disturbances um explains the creatures the strange like um things disappearing after they put them down because it's just like time resetting or time jumping back to a different starting point Mm -hmm. um and then the ships that they see are either coming from the other dimension and just doing what they normally do. I don't know mm. what they would be doing in that other dimension. Who knows? Right. Yeah, who knows? Or they're looking specifically for the creatures that are coming into our reality. Exactly. Which is what I thought Indrid Cold was yep. in the Mothman episode. He's a man, like the men in black are people either from our dimension or the other dimension, or maybe a mixture of both, who it's their job to hunt down creatures that have crossed from one dimension to the other yeah and they have to bring them back to their home dimension or just like kill them yep so those ships that they always see that are just kind of hovering low over the ground with like like the disco lights that are searching for something or quartering the ground yeah are looking for these creatures that have crossed over from their dimension into ours yep because again these could be partly these could be coming in by accident Mm -hmm. and like oops we're lost right they could be coming in on purpose right Maybe those creatures coming in are doing, like, the mutilations, Mm -hmm. which, again, isn't necessarily a, you know, evil thing. Yeah, malevolent thing. Maybe they're just like, oh, cool, let's see what this is all about. They could be feeding on the the cows and stuff. Yeah, we have no idea. But then these people are coming in like, dude, got to get back over there. Mm -hmm. Cut the shit, man. Cut the shit. Stop coming over here. Right. This isn't your dimension, which I think does a lot to explain the fact that, like, again, the wolf... Was seen for mm-hmm. weeks and then never again. Yeah. The even that weird like hyena thing yeah. was just seen like that one time. And it was gone. Those odd birds, mm-hmm. you know, were seen. The spiders. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that was just seen for a very short time and then never made another appearance. Right. So maybe that was something you know, like oops, they got in. Mm-hmm. We rounded all them up. All wow, that was something. <laughs> <laughs> we rounded them all up. Yeah. And then brought them back and then now they're gone. Mm-hmm. So. Think that about um, Mama Sherman standing at the the uh, sink washing the dishes when she saw that that being watching her from the um, trailer. Yeah. So she thought that it was looking at her. Right. What it, like she couldn't see the outside of her building. True. Who knows? There could have been something on her roof. There could have been something True. in front of the house. Yep. Some, something that she couldn't see. So she assumed that it was watching her. Yeah. When it could have been observing, looking for some other creature that was lurking around her house. True. Which again, it would explain a lot about why. The crafts are trying to evade the people. Mm-hmm. Why a lot of the stuff that they saw seemed to be split between, you know, animals being kind of curious about them. Like that wolf yeah. was definitely kind of into them. Mm-hmm. He was like, yo, he yeah. was also into the cattle, but yeah. he was friendly. Right. Weirdly enough. And so that could be, yeah, a mix of like, there are creatures coming in like that that are like, ooh, right. what's this place? Like, what, who are you? Mm-hmm. And then a, another mix of people in the crafts or other beings that are trying to round them up right they're like god damn it mm-hmm. get back over here yeah just like yeah. uh animal control basically yeah. but like from in, inter- interdimensional animal control exactly like that thing that crawled out of the portal mm-hmm. like somebody probably came for him later and they're like dude, yeah, dude. God, you can't even walk right <laughs> crawled in here why come on get back here yeah. so and and it it tells it would tell me that the other dimension is similar enough to our own that these creatures are able to recognize and feed on animals mm. from our reality. Yeah. They can breathe our air. They can live in our atmosphere. They are able to navigate. Like, their bones aren't crushed when they come here, so the the gravity must be the same. Yeah. So it could be like, um, if anybody's ever watched Rick and Morty, the <laughs> yes. idea of, like, the multiverse, how there's yeah. an infinite number of universes, and they're all 
some of them are wildly and vastly different from ours, and some of them are just slightly off. Yeah. To where, like, you know, if you flip a coin, there's two universes, one where it lands heads and one where it lands tails. Everything else is exactly the same, except for that coin flip and the outcome of that coin flip. Right. So the idea is that it's just similar enough, but clearly pretty fucking different. Pretty different. Like, I would not really want to go there. No. Not so much. If all that stuff is there. And that could also explain a lot of things. Like, people... You know, disappearing. Yeah. Malaysia, that that Malaysian air flight. Oh, yeah. Could have just accidentally just, like, flipped into the other dimension. Like, just, it's flying on its path. Yeah. Through no, no, like, fault of its own or no purpose of its own. It just all of a sudden ends up in another dimension. Right. We talked about this with Bigfoot Mm -hmm. being a potentially interdimensional creature with Mm -hmm. Mothman, with the Bennington Triangle, with a lot of people disappearing Mm -hmm. with no... No finding of them later, mm-hmm. that this is just people just accidentally slipping into another dimension. Yeah, the man from Torrid. Yeah. And maybe some of these people, I mean, maybe the reason why some people disappear and come back, mm-hmm. some people don't, that, like we you just said, some of these other dimensions are very, very similar, enough that you could just end up there and just mm-hmm. be like, okay. But some maybe are so different that like, yeah, what if somebody slipped into another dimension? Right. And their bones got crushed from the gravity. Mm-hmm. And then they're now they're dead. dead. And we had talked about this a little bit with um, the, um, damn, what was that episode? With the hikers on the mountain in snow. Oh, Diet Love Pass? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like exactly. with those those people that they found dead, like with unexplainable injuries. Mm-hmm. What if that was like, oops, I slipped into this dimension. Died of some strange, yeah, yeah, your bones get crushed. Exactly. Some huge force from and the then gravity. slipped back into this dimension. And now mm-hmm. we're like, what the hell caused How that? How did this happen? Yeah. Because we're not thinking of different dimensions. Right. Why are investigators not thinking of Come different on. dimensions? This even explains the Mandala effect, too. Yeah. You slip into another dimension and all of a sudden, Berenstein Bears is Berenstein Bears. Something I saw as small as that. One of those books at Target the other day mm-hmm. and I was so mad because mm-hmm. I just glanced at it and I'm like, that looks so wrong. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like I would have noticed that. Oh, yeah. Like, throughout my whole life, I've always been a person who has seen, th- like, things actually spelled wrong and things that just looked like they were spelled wrong. Like, that's always bothered me. Yeah. I'm, like, always the person who's like, oh, there's a typo in that. And Nate's like, what? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, right there. Like, I saw it first thing. Yeah. I'm like, I feel like even as a kid, I would have been like, Berenstain? Like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Why do we all pronounce it Berenstain? Right. We all that dumb? Because we slipped in another dimension. Exactly. And we're still there. Some of us. Some and of us slipped the into another dimension. Because there's some people who always remember being Berenstain. That's true. So there's... That, so have that, they always been in the shitty universe? Because I feel like this is the shitty universe. Mm-hmm. In a lot of ways. Where Donald Trump it's, got elected. Yeah, it's good in a lot of ways too. So I'm hesitant to say that almost because a lot of things are good. But mm-hmm. a lot of things are shitty too. Yes. A lot of things are... At the very least, they are incomprehensibly bad in a way that you're just like, this can't be right. real life. Exactly. Like Trump being president. Mm-hmm. Like everything that's happening right now. Yeah. So, yeah, I think the other dimension theory for me matches most closely with mm-hmm. everything. I think it explains most everything. There's one tiny sub-theory to that. So there's skinwalkerranch.org, yep. which is a website that basically documents all the entities that have been reported there. Yeah. Go check it out because it's really cool. It's super cool. Um, and there is an entity described as the Dark One, Ooh. which is a rare entity. But the theory is that this being is maybe human, like a shaman trapped in an alternate timeline. And so some people believe that he's the one who opened the portal to begin with. Oh, interesting. Yeah. He, she, it, I don't know what right. the dark one is, but hmm. yeah. So that's like a, a nice little like niche sub theory to that. Yeah. Interesting. General theory. Yeah. So the whole, okay. So like the whole skinwalkers 
and the yeah. idea of like Native American sort of tales and religion. Yeah. Like, are the skinwalkers from this other dimension? Are they humans that are able to traverse into the other dimension on right. purpose? Um, is it magic? Is it science? Is it... Because the whole idea is that the, the area is cursed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the area is cursed. Maybe So maybe it's cursed as in it's always been known to be a thin place where these things come back and forth. And mm. maybe there are some humans that have figured out how to purposely traverse into the alternate dimension yeah and gain something yeah some kind some of like of the ability to powers yeah my one of my thoughts was that um like how you were talking about with like the the orbs of light being like the aliens mm. imagine if the orbs of light are the beings from the other dimension that's their sort of true form yeah and they're able to through like biomimicry to mimic the things that they see in our world. Right. So they see a wolf out in the desert and they turn into the wolf, but it still maintains all of its ability to like be bulletproof and like fly or maybe so that those wolf tracks that was going towards the lake mm. or towards the river. So it's it's walking, walking, walking as a wolf and then it just turns into that orb and flies away. Yep. And that's why the, the footprints stop. Yeah. So maybe that's, maybe the the ball of light is their true form and they're able to turn into those strange like creatures and stuff because it's they see it here exactly which would mean that bigfoot exists in our dimension and they witnessed it and biomimicked it yeah and they maybe even like we talked about with injured cold Mm -hmm. being a being from another dimension Mm -hmm. that is trying to mimic us but isn't quite doing the greatest job right so like they're mimicking animals and they're like oh yeah like a wolf sure but yeah. then they're like, oh, oops, like... The head's too big. Yeah, it's way too big. That could explain, you know, the the birds even, like, flying way too close to people. Mm-hmm. Or the odd, like, tropical birds. Yeah. Like, who knows? Maybe they saw those tropical birds somewhere else. Right. And they were just like, oh, yeah, we'll just be these, like, bright red birds. Right. Not realizing, like, those don't live in Utah. Right. So they're just like, oh, shit. And yeah, then, there's, there's, there's birds in this reality. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's birds that look like this. Yeah. Like, giant, like, parrot-looking right. birds. Sure. <laughs> we'll just do that. So that could be that the hyena thing. Mm -hmm. Like it was kind of, you know, with this big bushy tail. Yeah, it's really muscular. It's like, yeah, exactly. It's like a weird, somebody crossed two or three animals together. Mm -hmm. So it's like they're getting their stuff all confused. Just like injured colds. Like, yeah, there's people that wear like metallic suits, right? Right. Definitely seen that somewhere. It's not a thing I made up. Right. Or even the men in black. Yeah. In general are always kind of, they're just off. If you think of, um, if, if, if Roswell was the sort of the time when either, the UFOs from extraterrestrials crashed here, or maybe us detonating the atomic bombs during World War II ripped open this t- space-time continuum. Yeah. Because, I mean, we did test the, I think the Trinity test was 1945 in Nevada, mm. which is very close to Utah. Yeah. So that could have ripped a hole in the space-time continuum. Oops. And so if that all happened in 1947, yeah. that's when all these things start pouring across the yep. the... Um, the border from Lots one dimension to the other. UFO sightings in and the 50s. That's when us, the uh, the U.S. government and this other dimensional government got together and they're like, all right, we need to like hunt these things down and bring them back to their respective dimensions. Yeah. Since that was all happened in the 1940s and 50s, that's why the men in black still dress like they're in the 1940s and 50s. Exactly. Wearing these old ass suits because that's the last contact they had with us. Yeah. And they just haven't gotten the human thing quite right. So they're trying to, you know. Right. They're being weird eating. What was he eating? Like that bowl of jello or something? Oh, yeah. 
Like, he was just like sucking it though. Like, yeah, like trying to like drink it or yeah. something. And they like don't look where their skin's not quite right. Nothing's like quite yeah. right, but also not off enough that you'd be like, uh-huh. that's an alien. It's like the, the uncanny value with like um, um, artificial intelligence. Yeah. Something's like 95% there, but it's that 5% difference that makes all the difference. Oh, yeah. Well, they have those things like online now where you can do the quizzes where it's like you're trying to pick which one's a real photo and which one's artificial. Oh, yeah. And yeah, there is something I like I did one. It was only like a handful of them, but it was pretty obvious which one was fake and you couldn't really pin why. Hmm. It didn't look there was nothing that I could point to to be like, oh, yeah, that looks fake. Right. It was just like you just had a feeling like, no, that one's not quite. Hmm. And it's like, what could you recognize about it? I don't know. I mean, the men in black being described by witnesses had a little bit more obvious, right. you know, their skin looking really white and plasticky. I mean, that's no hair. Yeah. Like no eyebrows and stuff. <laughs> yeah. So that's like a little more obvious, but the same idea that they're, they're getting close despite the fact that they've seen humans right. up close, like dudes, but like work it out. But hard. I mean, we look, look at us, we've seen humans yeah. up close and we still can't quite make, um, uh, robots or anything that look. That's true indistinguishable from humans. Yeah. Think about like if you sat down to like draw a person right now. Right. It would it would look generally like a person. Yeah. Even and like you're good at yeah. art and drawing and you still it wouldn't look no. realistic. Yeah. yeah. Like very few people can do that and even then yeah. it still doesn't look quite right. So it's like there's something impossible to capture there. Exactly. So humans are complex. Humans are complex. And that's I mean, as again, as dumb as we are in a lot of ways, we are complex in a lot of ways too. Mm-hmm. So it would make sense that maybe these other beings would want to scope us out and be like, "What, what's going on here? What's going on? Maybe they want to scope us out because we're so fucking dumb. Right. They're like, you guys are capable of a lot. Yeah. You should be way beyond where you are these now. These are the smartest and dumbest animals we've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. They are super smart. They should be way more advanced mm-hmm. socially, technologically, everything. Yeah. And yet they're like stuck right here. Like what is going wrong? Right. Yeah. Interesting. So there's, on one hand, a slight ramp of weird things happening. And on the other hand, there's a big decline because there's a lot of beings that are just like, not wasting my time on that. Yeah. There's way smarter <laughs> planets out there. Exactly. We're going to go there instead. So, yeah, I like the the other dimension portal. Again, and also because that was seen. Yeah, right. They exactly. literally saw several instances of what looked like a portal opening and either a creature crawling out, a ship flying out. Mm-hmm. So. I think that makes the most sense. I think sense. it works. And yeah. Part of the reason we really wanted to take our time with Skinwalker Ranch and break it into three episodes mm. is because we really wanted to have this be a foundational episode where we talk about the idea of interdimensional travel between, yeah. like, worlds. Because this is going to be something that we're going to bring up a lot Oh yeah, in talking about unknowable subjects. And every single one of these types of encounters, too. Yeah. Every thing that happened and then, yeah, the portals and... Everything is kind of a base. Yeah. This which, is all just like, we're going to, like, we're going to reference Skinwalker Ranch a lot. Yeah. We already have. We already have. Well, I feel Before like we've we mentioned Skinwalker episode. Ranch in like half of our episodes. Yeah. Right. Like, it's coming. And now it's here. Now it's here. And now it's done. It's done. Yeah. It's so, wild. yeah. I There's, definitely think for me, the, the dimension yeah. thing is my strongest. That's my vote. Yeah. And it even kind of ties them all together because you could say that the U.S. government is in cahoots with the interdimensional government and right. they're both hunting down these strange creatures. Exactly. We still and technically have aliens in there because mm-hmm. these other people from the dimension are technically aliens to yeah, us. They're from a different planet. Yeah. Just in a different dimension. Yep. Um, there could still be a subterranean military base um, under Fort Duquesne. 
Duchesne. Duchesne. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, if they know that there's this portal mm-hmm. and they're kind of in cahoots, then they could have a base there to, it they could still sense. be doing studies. Oh, yeah. This could be a mix of people coming from the other dimension studying, the government studying all together. A little bit of everything. There could still have been a dark one or some type of single being that opened this portal. Mm-hmm. Really, yeah. The only thing it doesn't really tie in is the hoax slash natural phenomenon theories, mm-hmm. which those are bullshit anyways. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> those are always bullshit. Bullshit. But, yeah. So, again, don't go there. Do not go there. Do not go. For legal reasons and for your own safety. Yes. I did, on one of the threads that I found, it was like some Skinwalker Ranch um, forum. Mm. And they were talking about their various theories, which is where I learned about the dark one. But there was somebody on that thread that said that they like gave up everything in their life to move to this basin in Utah to study Skinwalker Ranch. Wow. And I was like, dang, dude. That's it's intense. Dedication. Yeah. So this guy's out there studying stuff. Saying, good for him. Yeah. I mean, it's wild. <laughs> I just, I We're wouldn't. Like, Is it good for him? I don't, I don't know. know if it's good for him. I it's, don't want to be anywhere near this. It's going well so far for him, I guess. Like the those researchers talking about when they were out at night and then they see this portal open and some strange creature crawl out of it. And then yeah. they're like, now we're just out here with whatever that was. Exactly. Like we have no idea what just yeah. came here. Right. Yeah. I'm all set with that. No, I'm good. Yeah. Again, we, we talk a lot of talk yeah. about all this stuff, mm-hmm. haunted places and like portals to hell yeah. and other dimensions. And realistically, what I want to encounter most of this stuff, probably not. No, I don't think there's any of this. Even like, I wouldn't mind, like, it'd be cool to see a UFO. Huh. I definitely don't want to be like up close with one. Right. I don't want to deal with like the crazy radiation. No. I don't want to be abducted. No. Nope. And definitely not. Whatever the heck that they do. Mm-hmm. So, pretty much everything we talk about is like cool in theory for me. Right. I don't want to go find it. Nope. But, yeah. Skinwalker Ranch. Skinwalker Ranch is done. Part three is done. It's crazy. This has been weeks. Of yes. Skinwalker Ranch. Weeks. So now we are moving on to, I don't even know what. Right. We don't even know what the next topic is. We don't. That's part of the fun. That's the fun. For us and for you guys. Yes. Just know that you're is in the dark as we are. Exactly. Most of the time. Most of the time. We're just like, what are we going to do next week? I don't know. We'll figure it out. So don't forget, we're now in every other week format. Yep. yep. That's just how things got to be. Mm-hmm. We're busy people. And I think it works. I think it gives us it time works. to kind of fully digest a topic. Exactly. Yeah, we felt a little bit rushed before with some of our bigger topics. We definitely have done some small topics, especially yeah. like a lot of the episodes when we split and do two. Mm-hmm. It's really easy to research those in a week because they're so small. Mm-hmm. That's why we're doing two of them that you can do your research in a day. Right. And it's not a big deal. But like for this, partly we went to bi-weekly because this was just so yeah. heavy. I read a whole book. Yeah. Gray read a whole book. I read two thirds of that book. Yeah. Well, I listened to two-thirds. Yeah. I got the book for free on Audible, okay? Hey. So You got to do what you got to do. And I do better listening to things anyways. Yeah. But this was definitely a heavy topic, and we'll be having more. I mean, you know, we've done a few even up to now. Like, the RFK mm-hmm. topic was a big one. Yeah. Sk- or, uh, Mothman was a big one. Yeah. So, and we'll have, you know, we'll be doing Roswell. We'll be doing a lot more in-depth topics. Yep. That it's just good for us to have more time. Right. And, you know, Gray's getting married. In yep. a few months. I'm having a baby in a couple months. Yeah. This is this is a big year. A lot going on. Yeah. So, yeah. Stay tuned for Stay tuned. more Unknowable. Yep. It's um, coming. I'm excited. I'm excited, dude. It's good. We just got over a big, this was a big, big thing. Our milestone. first multi-part episode. Yeah. 
which again, there will probably be more. I bet Roswell in particular will probably be. At least a two-parter. Yeah, probably a two-parter. I doubt we'll have another three-parter. Yeah. But again, this was like a very foundational episode. Mm-hmm. We've got a lot of stuff out there now. And you'll be hearing about this probably mentioned in every other episode from now on. Literally every other episode. And now you'll know what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, that is the end of Skinwalker. <clears throat> yeah. Stay tuned for the next episode. Find us on Patreon. Find us on social media. Subscribe, rate, and review. Yeah. Do all that stuff. Please. All right. This is episode 27. Sure. I think. Of Unknowable. Unknowable. Love you.